Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher and Medium and author of A New Life Awaits, Spirit Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, Sharing a New Path Forward for those opening up to the truth of our divine and physical duality so we may improve health, prosperity, and happiness through awareness and higher consciousness. I am delighted to welcome Anaya Sophia, a mystic author and teacher of Kundalini Yoga and author of Fierce Feminine Rising, a passionate step-by-sage-in-step guide to comfort your spiritual anguish and dispel the helplessness of not knowing what to do. Hello, Anaya, and thank you for joining us today on Healing from Within. Hello there, Cheryl. It's beautiful to be here with you. Anaya, as listeners of Healing from Within are well aware, my guests and I share our intimate experiences and insights into the metaphysical view of life, often discovering along the way we are spiritual beings having a physical life journey in order to refine relationships and our awareness of so many possibilities to create with our thoughts purposeful and dynamic happy and healthy lives through experience we refine both our human and our divine capacity to love and develop greater love for all life In today's episode of Healing from Within, we will be encouraged to actually feel the call of the fierce feminine to embrace our sacred mission and allow ourselves to rebalance the powers that govern the planet as well as harmonize our minds. After millennia of suppression, the fierce feminine or dark mother is making a dramatic resurgence to express universal outrage in order to set things right in their own lives and seek justice for those who can't defend themselves. We may find along the way that when we allow the justice of the fierce feminine to flow within us, we each can become active participants in creating much-needed change. We will discuss the collective spiritual uprising and discuss practices from Eastern tradition to heal from predatory relationships and gain access to ancient wisdom within the untapped portion of the female brain to deal with sorrow or anger. Anaya, I always love to ask my very gifted guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person, maybe a place or event that may have shown them or others the interest and lifestyle they might create for themselves as as an adult. For I believe we are born with a destiny and life plan, and signs appear early on. So think back for a minute. Well, yeah, there's there's definitely a moment that jumps out for me. And that was walking down the steps of Sacré-Cœur in Paris with my parents. I was a child at the time. And there appeared to be a what looked like a homeless man, young guy, maybe in his 20s, dark hair, 
kind of wiry, maybe jeans and a hoodie, something like that. And he was sat on the left-hand side of the stairs, the beautiful staircase leading down into Montmartre. And I was very drawn to him. I just, I just wanted to be with him. I just had this huge attraction to just run to this man, even though I couldn't see his face because his head was bowed. Um, so I walked past holding my dad's hand and I kept looking and I kept looking and I hoped that he would sort of like look up and see me, but he didn't and we walked past. But the feeling got stronger as I walked past as if to say, you cannot not notice this man. And so I broke away from my father's hand and ran back to this man and put my hands on his, which caused this guy to look up. And he had the most loving, clear, kind, blue eyes I'd ever seen in my life. So he was a... He was a sensitive, perhaps, and so are you. Yeah, and, well, and I, you, I you felt the energy that. calling to you. Oh, I, you think he was an angel, another worldly being? Oh, I really, really did, and still to this day, yes. Okay. Yes. I was going to say maybe he was a human who had a great loving energy, and you felt the energy. And, and, and just wanted to be embraced by it, Absolutely. by the kindness and love. Could have been an angel. Uh, yeah. You, you were called to a lifetime of work in yeah. that moment and you, yeah. And you responded to it beautifully. Oh, absolutely. And that man set in motion, uh, not an interest, it was stronger than that, a, a, uh, an urge, an urge to find those eyes again. Because what I saw in those eyes... <sighs> you could say they were the eyes of God or love. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The it, sweetest, most merciful, graceful beauty Isn't ever. that lovely? Isn't yes. that lovely? Well, I, I think you were called to your mission in that moment, but I, I think so. it was a beautiful gift at any rate that you remember it so well. Yeah. What is fierce femininity? And what are the qualities of fierce femininity? Well, first of all, let's just dispel a myth that fierce femininity is angry, accusing, wrathful, uh, mean-spiritedness. So it's, it's not anything like that. No, listening to your voice, I know exactly what it is. It's the quality of love to awaken and enlighten people to the possibilities of their creative force, whether they're men or women. They have this great uh, godlike energy within them that can create miracles. And, yes, I'm glad you you defined that because when we hear that, we think it's an anger, and and it's not an anger. So go on to tell us more about it. Well, Well, I think you've just described it absolutely perfectly, Cheryl. It is exactly that. All it's like right. as human beings, we can get pushed and shoved and backed into a corner and backed into a corner and backed into a corner even more. But eventually, eventually that tsunami, that massive divine wave of no will eventually 
course and stream out of us. Yes. And, and then when, when you've let it rip, you will then realize, oh my God, that must have been the fierce feminine. <laughs> because, <laughs> you, you know, you know, my, it. my granddaughter, uh, was just, they had a, a presentation at school and, uh, she selected Malala, who's the young woman, teenager, uh, Muslim girl who yeah. was shot because she defied the Taliban in Pakistan yeah. wow. because she was working. She won the Nobel Peace Prize. And and it was so delightful for me to see my granddaughter in that costume and presenting the facts. And I think that's the fierce feminine. That's the spirit of love and hope and that people should be considered equal, men, women, children, for yeah. their spiritual gifts and talents and uh, to remember the primordial wisdom, which is not really about learning. It's about living. It's mm. about finding our inner compass or our, our source, our connection and alignment to source. So I think she already, my granddaughter, like you and I, is already on the path to oh, trying sure. to improve, just by what she selected, to improve life for all people. There's so yeah. much love in her heart. And uh, even though as children we have certain traumas and disappointments and a little bit of our soul is sometimes taken away, we can retrieve it. And we, must, and we must retrieve it. Yes. So let's go on to, this is an interesting question. What is the most powerful thing a woman can do? I feel in this moment, 2020, yeah. that for women, what is most needed at this point, the most powerful thing we have yet to, to fully access is our voice and, and the, the diamond clarity that can come through that voice because that voice belongs to a free and sovereign being. Mm, yes. Yeah. I, you know, I have never not had that voice because as a young girl, I, I was in the gifted class with other girls and boys, and mm. I, I never really saw us as girls or boys. I just saw us as friends and very gifted people, creative people. So there's never been anything that I've wanted to do that I felt I couldn't because I was a woman. And I guess I'm a very rare person in that way because um, I just didn't understand it or feel it. I only felt my ability to do the impossible and to try what I wanted to and if I failed, just try again. Because mm. that, that was my spirit and my energy. Mm. So I couldn't understand how I've seen women not be able to assert their truth and stand up for freedom. Mm. And, and it has bothered me. But I think the most powerful thing a woman can do at this time, with all the things happening, the coronavirus now throughout the world, is a way for us to awaken beyond the fear. And we can have trust in the plan, the bigger universal plan of spirit, whatever you want to think of, of that mm -hmm. force of energy and life force, and be connected to soul, our mm -hmm. soul, 
and all souls and yes. universal source and not be indoctrinated by the outside world to, to assume fear and resist the flow yeah. of life. So, yes. may, so maybe that's what we're seeking. And when we feel that, when we know that, when we truly believe, well, even beyond belief, when you know it, when you feel it, it's yours forever and ever. Mm. And, and no one can take that really away from you. Mm. So, so let's go on to what does the world need most right now in the middle of all the calamities and illnesses and tragedies and economic problems and spiritual and religious problems that people are facing? Uh, I know you mentioned the matrix control system, the mm. dark agenda. And I think mm. that's what we need to talk about for a minute. Yes. Well, what does the world need most right now? I would say Andrew Harvey coins this phrase. He calls it networks of grace. And this is what I find very interesting about this moment we're all living now as we lock down into coronavirus and quarantine. We have all been physically separated. But <laughs> this is only going to drive us deeper into the online way of connecting. The sharing is still going to happen. The meetings are still going to happen. We're still going to bounce ideas off each other. And this is what I'd love to say to your readers, your listeners right now, as they may be facing quarantine, is this, this is a time where we can make even more extended and solid connections with others. We can really spend this time getting truly informed about what's going on at the moment. So really, we're having a bit of a downtime yeah, from, from the everyday life experiences which demand and take us away from our true soul focus and mm. knowing who we are. And perhaps it will give us time uh, to reprogram our thinking, to reevaluate what's really important. And I, I, I think, you know, the matrix system that you... Uh, talk about includes corrupt governments, war-making industries, overproducing and mind-numbing addiction, and a heartlessness that has been feeding our modern-day society. So we are at a very dangerous moment in history, but this, this is the tipping point, and this is the time for us to realize and be grateful for what's really important, which is simply life. Yes. Life in, in, in its small moments, in, in its powerful moments, whatever moments, they're all important and valuable. And I think you're right. We're going to just be able to have a little downtime so we can appreciate when we go back to being more in the world what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, I just want to pass on a little message. As I said to you earlier, I've just come off a video listening to Mickey Willis. And he was, you know, from the very deep richness of his heart. And, and you know, I, I piggyback on him to say, this too will pass. Absolutely. And I really, really want your listeners to really get that right in the center of this of their hearts. It's going to pass. And not only is it going to pass, 
but goodness will come out of it, something Absolutely. valuable. There is nothing random that's happening at any moment in our lives. There awesome. is a bigger plan for each of us and uh, for the human family. And I, I am seeing on television, and I'm still going out a little. I'm not completely locked in. Uh, so I, I'm seeing people helping each other and hoping that the other person will be well and it's just a connection it will bring people together first we'll have the separation and then we will have greater connections coming from this so what can one do to reclaim their own feminine power i think we're we're going through an ideal situation right now actually Okay. To, to put us into connection with this. Because, you know, it, it's, uh, the gloves are off right now. And I think, it's, and I think, I think incredible. you wrote this. You, you, I have something you wrote here that, that we need to stand our ground. And you wrote, there is a sickness within humanity today, a deep suppression of our interconnectivity as the powers that be or dark agenda continually attempt to segregate, separate, and stagnate our mm -hmm. natural tendencies to share and pass on our wisdom. We must get connected to the causes and concerns that break our hearts wide open. We can no longer waste time. Absolutely. And, and that's the truth. And, 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 and it is the time. And it is the time now. And the obstacles that might stand in our way, we know are materialism and social media. As yeah. much as social media is going to help us right now during this time, social media has created some other problems, wasting much energy on mindless approaches to games, perhaps sex, and, yes. Yes. you know, and other addictions that are perhaps uh, are not good for the soul and not good for the physical life either. So yeah. I, I, you know, we're going to get back to accountability, integrity, and honor. Men and women need to get back there. And in my new book that just got released on Friday, A New Life Awaits, Spirit Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, I wrote this. Now we must continue to work with all aspects of our physical and spiritual lives to heal and create a world that offers hope in the face of personal or collective hardships that may make us forget our divinity and ability to live with dignity. If we begin to do what feels right from within without judging issues as good or bad, only as experiences, we will free ourselves from the many illusions or ideologies that still hold us prisoners to fear and the limitations of our conditioned minds and lift these challenging times to new heights for advanced human evolution. Mm. And, mm. That, and that's what's happening. Absolutely. And that's why we're having these experiences. And, you know, I love this quote. It comes up all the time. It's a quote from Rumi. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. And that's what we have to remember. Absolutely. The beauty of our world and nature and minds that speak of uh, possibilities that are within our reach if we just allow ourselves. Now, 
Can men access a fierce feminine power? Absolutely, of course. It's their intuition. It's their feeling. It's their their empathy. But the thing is, that, uh, men, especially older men, uh, younger guys are coming into contact with this now. But that's true. Very, older very guys, true. They have been educated, you know, by both probably family and school, and definitely state. Yeah, in the patriarchal system. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they've been guided and steered away from their feminine. And so, you know, they might scoff at the idea, don't be ridiculous, I don't have any feminine energy. <laughs> but you speak to anyone, you know, below 40, and this is a part of him that he loves and cherishes and, and, and is, you know, spending time and money flowering and, and, and blossoming and blooming. You know, I'm a Reiki energy practitioner, so whether I have a male client or a female, I usually get around to saying, we have male and female energy yes. within us. We, yes. we have both, and when we're using both to the best of our ability and we're connecting to our physical life with that energy, we have the best run of it. We have the best chance to fulfill our destiny, to find peace and happiness and health. So, yes, I, I, I realize that. I find that with the older men, they just can't break away, some of them, from their yes. their earlier training and their beliefs about women and, and the power, you know, controls, the power dynamic of it. And, and yes. it's very sad for me to observe. But the... But the young men are more in step, and they don't jump so quickly to say no. And, yes. I, and I think that's a wonderful thing. But let's get on to, you have a role in the creation of a mystical temple dedicated to the Sophia Isis Magdalene lineage where women and men come to heal. And I have many connections personally uh, to those that have way of life or mm. ideology or feeling, spiritual feeling, whatever you want to call it. So tell us about that. Well, one of my inner guides is Mary Magdalene. And so I, I would often ask myself contemplative questions. You know, you'd read a bit of texts like, um, and Mary Magdalene prepared the queen. And I used to like contemplate, well, what does that mean, prepare? I know it doesn't mean fixing her dress and doing her hair. What no, she prepared she her spirit and her courage. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. I, I really, I mean, for the first part of my life, I was really following the, the beauty and the love and the prayer of the Christ path. Hmm. And uh, then, I, then I reached about 30 or something, and Mary Magdalene started to appear on the inside. And, and through her came the physical, the, 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 the physical things we can uh, create together to bring through that Christ energy into the embodied, into the, into the form. Actual I... hands-on, somatic touch, holding... Uh -huh. Yes, let me explain. Let, let me explain that to our listeners. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying, because in meditation I have connected to Jesus and Mother Mary, and in my book A New Life Awaits, the epilogue 
is a reading that I did with uh, President George Washington in order to answer questions about um, the state of my nation, the United States of America, my love and passion for freedom. And I, I have a beautiful um, epilogue in the book, and people will understand that you're talking about having uh, a connection to universal energy because souls never die. Mm. Whether you're in a body or you're in spirit, you are the same entity, always gathering new awareness and higher consciousness of higher worlds. Mm. So your connection has been with Mary Magdalene, and I would imagine Isis and Sophia. Mine also, I've been drawn to uh, those women. And so it is possible to connect and learn from them as they're learning from us while we're here. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a continuing process of connection and not separation. We started talking about separation at the beginning of the show. So it's not about separation. It's about eternally connecting to the truths of the universe and life and love and goodness. That's yeah. what we are. That's so, the key word. That's a good word, isn't it? Goodness. Yeah, beautiful kind, word. Kindness, yeah. goodness and kindness. What would you like readers to take away with them after reading Fierce Feminine Rising? <laughs> uh, what would I like them to take away? A uh, uh, courageous feeling inside of them that says, I can do this or I can be this. Yes. Co- yeah. Courage, like bravery. Burning, that is who we are. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Yes, courage. Yeah. Courage. Sometimes when something happens that I'm not so happy about in the physical world, I say that to myself. Courage, mm. strength, bravery. Yeah. And I feel better. Absolutely. As, as will yeah. anyone who does that. Now, I want to thank you, Anaya Sophia, author of Fierce Feminine Rising, for offering much-needed perspective advice and tools for channeling the righteous energy and sacred rage, not exactly rage, but knowingness of the divine feminine, which when understood and practiced will be for the greater good of humanity. To read about a power that has the chance to rebalance the powers that govern the planet as well as harmonize our minds. And to purchase this book, go to Anaya Sophia. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have had a most unusual and unique view into the sacred world of our feminine rising energy and ability to connect to the instincts and remembrances of our divine nature that helps us to see the natural world, the animal kingdom, the flora and fauna, the rivers, mountains, forests, and deserts, and the delicate ways we interact and depend on each other. We have also seen the matrix, the artificial world of control, fear, otherworldly experiences, war, and oppression, which seek to dim the beauty of life from our spiritual energetic vision. We have explored not to oppose the dark agenda, but to bring ourselves and our world into balance with nature and physical life, 
the dark agenda that attempts to segregate, separate, and stagnate our natural tendencies to share and pass on our wisdom, as well as a deep suppression of our interconnectivity, which will allow us to find our natural tendencies to restore ourselves and our planet. We have learned there is a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. We have seen that there is the dark light of the soul that can emerge and offer challenging events like a terminal diagnosis, old age, and near death, the coronavirus, and onward and onward with these things. And these events can lead to amazing transformations for the betterment of humanity. Anaya and I would have you know that the trust that was lost perhaps in childhood due to trauma or disappointment and any betrayal, we can still think about and then be healed and help us to establish a more loving journey and way forward. As Anaya shares a quote from Khalil Gibran that I most loved, Gibran wrote, Out of suffering have emerged the strongest souls. The most massive characters are seared with scars. We remind you to know that experiences don't need to be judged as good or bad, just experiences, and they are provided by your soul, your life plan and destiny to create new energies that grow and live in an expanded way eternally. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within and author of A New Life Awaits and invite you to visit my website to listen to and read about leaders in the metaphysical, scientific, spiritual, medical, psychological, and the arts and music fields. Share ways to awaken to your inner soul potential so you can create that beautiful, purposeful, happy life that you desire, and you can improve the world condition. Shows may also be heard on Web Talk. Radio.net and DreamVision7Radio.com. Thank you.